Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Drop the Mic with Darren Jenkins. Thank you for stopping in to listen to the podcast today. Uh, we have a great show, actually, for you today. Um, Therese Plummer, actress and audiobook narrator and storyteller, which you will hear more about um, on the podcast, is joining us on the podcast today. Really great conversation. She's so awesome. Such a lovely lady. Um, just super person and super talented. It was a great conversation. We had a little, really good conversation. Um, you should enjoy this podcast. And, um, you know, <clears throat> other than that, this week is, um, this week is Comic-Con. New York Comic-Con. So... I'm looking forward to that. It's, you know, it'll be my. I've been, you know, last year I went. Uh, I've gone the last two years, and prior to that, I hadn't gone since I was probably eighteen or so, nineteen, twenty, something like that. Um, so I started going back again the last two years, and this year, um, I'm going again, and this time um, I'm going to possibly. Um, dress up on one of the days. I believe it's going to be Thursday. Um, I haven't confirmed myself yet, but I think it's going to be Thursday. Got my costume all locked down. Um, I'm not going to uh, say who I'm going to be. All I'll say is that um, it is in the Star Wars universe, so um, you'll have to look Forward to the photos that I will post on Thursday um, and Friday, hopefully, on my Instagram, which you can find at um, Darren underscore Jenkins underscore 919. Um, and yeah, I mean, so that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. I think that should be kind of cool. Um, hopefully, and, and I'm uh, <clears throat> hopefully, you know. For those of my friends who are going to Comic-Con, I've tried to reach out, you know, because I think, you know, usually I go and I'm hanging out by myself. So I actually went on Facebook to um, the New York Comic-Con Facebook group and reached out to a couple of people. You know, I just basically said to anyone who's going, and if you're going by yourself, if you want to want some company or if you guys want to meet up, you know, so... If you're going to Comic-Con and you're interested in, you know, maybe connecting while we're there, you know, shoot me, you know, connect with me on, on Instagram. Go up to our, my Instagram and follow me and, um, you know, maybe comment on, you know, one of my photos. I think I'm going to post up some um, pre-Comic-Con photos and stuff starting tonight and tomorrow. Um, so, you know, you can comment on there. You can follow me and send me a message. And uh, let me know what you're going to be doing and uh, if you want to connect, you know. Also, if you want, um, feel free to let me know if there's anything you're doing that you'd want to have me uh, mention on the podcast. So if you've got any kind of events or if you're a comic book artist or you're an actress or a filmmaker or a musician and you've got a new show coming up, you know, let me let people know about it, you know, just go up to either my Instagram, 
and message me or you can go to my website at darrenjenkins.com and send me a Facebook message yeah I'm pretty accessible and you can let us know the details and um, happy I'm always happy to spread you know information um, about cool projects especially you know if you're a storyteller or a comedian or actor or an artist or if you just got some kind of charity event that you're doing we love that kind of stuff so let us know what you're doing um, again on this coming up next on this podcast Therese Plummer um, super super person um, she's got a new Netflix TV show coming up uh, hopefully soon um, Virgin River um, she's done a bunch of audiobook um, really amazing audiobook she's won awards um, for her amazing narration and she loves storytelling and she's got a fantastically uh, creative father and family and a huge family and you'll hear about all of the things she's doing and um, she was on SVU so um, if you've you've probably seen her before on if you if you're a fan of Law and Order SVU so um, we're really look, looking for, you know looked forward to this podcast for a long time and it's finally here so without further ado I'm gonna let you listen to myself interviewing Therese Plummer I can't believe you two took that raving lunatic seriously what do you think this is <laughs> some reason people just adore it it's been going on for almost 40 years what's a Christmas Carol first I mean who who doesn't like a Christmas Carol <laughs> the best story and then when you get a great production of it you know it's hard to not want to repeat it or see it again you know what I mean so that's fantastic it is fantastic and it's bare bones storytelling interesting you know there's no props there's no uh, set it's my brother and I telling the story and embodying every character. So, and that brings me back, brings me to a question I had, which was, so you made this comment on one of the videos on where you were receiving an award for you, and we'll get into that as well, <laughs> um, where you said you grew up in this house of all these people where you just, characters and voices was just part of the game. Um, tell me, like, so, like, tell me a little bit about that. Like, what kind of character? What are we? What are we doing? What, who are we? What are we talking about here? We. I would come downstairs for the longest time. My dad would make breakfast, mm. and he'd be making French toast. And there were just you never knew what accent was going to be coming out of him. You never <laughs> knew what character you were going to get. That's awesome. It was French. It was Italian. Whoever my father hung out with, he just became those people. So That's even at awesome. the public pool, you know, he'd be with like the local politicians. All of a sudden, like I'm hearing these accents. I turn around. It's my father. I'm like, daddy, you hmm. don't talk like that. Like, what are you doing? Was your father in, like, what, what, did, what, what did he, like, was he an entertainer? or Professional actor. <sighs> Professional okay. actor and cha- uh, turned into college professor to uh, be able to, you know, and eight kids. Wow. 
So he had to, he chose a profession that allowed us the opportunity to get a free college education. Oh, that's kind of cool. To this day, I'm just like high five. Yeah, knock off. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So a bunch of us went to different schools, but a lot of us got our degrees from that. And it's, yeah, but he is a character. Mm. So we all, for some reason had this gene of storytelling. And so we had mm. these favorite movies and we loved Little House on the Prairie. Oh, we, yeah. We of loved course. The Burbs, right? The movie The Burbs. Rem- so when we would have Thanksgiving... Tom right? Hanks is, is a favorite <laughs> of, our, of, our, of our podcast. So, yes. He's amazing. And so we would... we I don't know how it would happen, but we would act out the whole movie at Thanksgiving dinner. I just watched this movie like maybe like a month, a month and a half ago. It was on, on, on it was just randomly <laughs> so on and good. I was just like So good, right? This is so I mean it's such an underrated <laughs> movie and Carrie Fisher's in Oh my and, and, god. I mean it's just yeah. It's epic. It's epic. Yeah he's like my favorite actor. And on our on my other podcast we have we actually have a question where that we ask every guest, which is would Tom Hanks be uh, would this movie be better with Tom Hanks in it? And yes, percent <laughs> of the time, we, we always find a role for him in that movie. Oh my goodness! Well, how excited are you for Mr. Rogers? I'm very excited because you know I grew up with Mr. Rogers, yeah. so who else better to kind of do the story? So perfect. Then you know the nicest actor in the, the nicest world. actor in the world. <laughs> That's not named Keanu Reeves. You know, so. <laughs> Seriously. So many good people. So your father kind of spread the, 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 the creative the virus. In, in, or, or, it's a perfect you word. You know, this virus of creativity. <laughs> um, so when you, so how, where did you, did you, did it take immediately? Did it take a few years for you to... Did you do any kind of like a theater or anything like that in school? Or? I studied psychology. Interesting. My family fascinated me. The fact that two people would choose to have eight children, the fact that we were all mm. like so great. I am fascinated with human beings and their choices. That's and so interesting. I majored and did very well in psychology. Right. And I minored in theater and modern dance. So if I wasn't hmm. in my classes, my psychology classes, I was performing the Shakespeare shows, you know, so I, I just know. did both. But what I didn't realize at the time was psychology. And I worked as a counselor for five years okay. with kids. Okay. It's like the best theater training in the world. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You are there. With, and my last year was with adult men. And I, I'm t- I was 26 years old, but I experienced more catharsis and drama in those group therapy sessions than mm. I think I would have ever gotten. Well, I imagine there was probably a great a way of kind of like studying ca- like character, you know, and, 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 and personality to kind of bring into these roles, these things, you know, because what better way of like learning how to be someone else by than by studying others who have different challenges trying to be who they are. Absolutely. That's fascinating. And the men I play today in the books that I record, that's exactly where they come from. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You you know, so I was reading something and your mom was the person who insisted you. Now, (laughs) sounds like that's a great mom. Why do moms always know? I know. 
They know. They do know. They always know. And we refuse to listen. I know. And they sit around and they go, all right, I'm going to be right. Yeah. So you just, you know. <laughs> just sit back and wait till she calls me. I don't want to say I told you so. Every guy I dated. She's like, no, that's not it. No, that's not it. My husband now, she's like, that's it. Nice. She knew. She knew. But she worked as a librarian for the state of Delaware. Oh. She is an avid audiobook fan. She always has mm, one playing in her that's car. That's interesting that she was... Worked in a lib- like it's in the library, but likes like took the audio books. I know. I find that's fascinating. Well, she commuted a ton. It was about an hour to and from work. Okay. She lives in Lincoln, Delaware. The library was in Dover, so oh. it's about an hour. Yeah, it's a little bit. She fell in love, mm. and what she said to me, the thing that she fell in love with the most was the storyteller. She said, mm. "Therese, yeah, yeah, yeah. the voice will make or break a book." And I absolutely. Thought, Absolutely. Reading words. Like, why are you being so snobby? She goes, Oh, no. Oh, no. So she told me, Oh, you got the best voice. You should do. I said, Ma, trying to be a real Mm. actor. Okay? Son, these audiobooks. I knew nothing Mm. about them. Total contempt prior to investigation. (laughs) Herbert Spencer. There you go. And I said, "Um, No, I'm trying to be a real actor here. Do you know the Actors Connection and one-on-one? Those yeah, those sure. places where actors will yeah, go yeah. and try to find casting directors. And I had one credit left. Now, I have to tell you, mm-hmm. I... <laughs> All right. I left an audition there for a casting director. I did a monologue from How I Learned to Drive. Okay. Playing Little Bit. Do you know that show? Sure. Okay, so really heavy You're stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Looked up at one point as I'm crying. And the casting director is yawning and texting. Oh, no way. Puts her phone down very quickly. And then I left the room and got on the elevator and just, I was like, why am I trying to do this? This is horrible. Mm. I had one credit left. And what do you think I found? Really? An audiobook class. And I said, oh, for God's sake, I'll just get her off my back. (laughs) So I showed up. And it all happened the, there. The rest was history. You know? How long ago was? How long did you go? Has that been? Thirteen years, twelve oh, years. So right, like literally, right near the beginning of yeah. where it started to really pick up and yeah. take off. Yeah, and I, I mean, I landed on Law and Order SVU mm-hmm. and The Good Wife mm-hmm. and commercials. I was working small, with small shows, you know. Yeah, tiny. little tiny shows. No one's ever heard of those. <laughs> I kept getting hired to cry. I was like, why is everyone thinking? <laughs> and it's amazing because the books I get are very dark and like emotional. Right, so right, apparently right. my psychology background has allowed me some, some ability to get in that's amazing. to those places. But I took that class and the teacher basically was like, you need to be doing this. And I go, great, how do I do it? Yeah, so that's a good question. How do you, so, so uh, you know, uh, for me, like, I do like a good book, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, so there's a there's an um, there's an author. I don't know if you've ever heard the author Robert B. Parker. Mm-hmm. He does my dad's favorite. Really? Yeah. Absolutely, my favorite. I love. He does the Spencer for Hire novels, the mm-hmm. Jesse. Um, uh, oh God, what the heck's the other? Uh, it's like every Christmas gift yeah. we get him a new Robert Parker book. <laughs> and when I came across, there was an audio book. Audio book. Uh, I can't remember who. Somebody famous. It might have been. It might have been. Uh, oh, I can't remember. But somebody. I remember listening to it, going. 
that just having like this feeling of being like satisfaction. Yeah. That, if that was if that's a good like because they they had the TV show, they took it off the air. I was really upset, and to have like this other format for me to hear and experience, kind of like this lot this this deep rich connection to the character I find really amazingly fascinating to be able to kind of like lift these characters off the page and yeah. animate them and it's almost like um, in the old days when they they did the radio shows yes. I used to love those radio shows yeah. it was like the, the best and yeah. I think you know for an audiobook narrator there's a bit of that in there right mm-hmm. you're really kind of you're 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 really being the the, the, the sh- you're being the movie you're being the show you're being the book you know the character um, that must give you a lot of great joy to kind of not only do it but be recognized as like a very 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 good person at doing it uh, with the awards that you've won mm. uh, and how does that like you know how did it feel like the to do something that you love, but also get awarded for it as well. I mean, that's crazy. I've never had that happen to me. <laughs> I mean... Uh, well, yet, right? Like, yeah, not who yet. Knows? Yes, who knows? that's right. This podcast... This podcast is blowing up. No, right. so I... Um, th- that that part freaks me out. Freaks mm. me out. Everyone loves an atta girl. Everyone loves an atta boy. But right. it's... Uh, no, I was sitting in L.A. At, at, we took a little golf course, uh, cart over to uh, Warner Brothers where they were holding... The Sova Awards, mm. and um, I leaned over to my girlfriend Susan Bennett, and I said, "We're living our dream right now." I said, "It doesn't mm. matter who wins and who loses. Right. We're on a golf cart on Warner Brothers Studios right now. We're that here. We've arrived." And I was like, "And now we're going to get off this, and we're going to go on the red carpet." I was like, "This is this is literally the best playtime ever. This is like the best play date mm. ever, right?" Yeah. So it didn't matter. So when I went into the uh, the actual award ceremony and they called my name, right. I thought it was a mistake. I was cracking <laughs> up. I was like, "Wait, did they wait? They didn't call the right name." And my producer's like, "Would you get up get there?" Get up there. <laughs> I'm still not connected fully to right. that whole like oh you're really respect I, I it's very nice but right. I'm a I'm a professional storyteller mm. how did how did that happen the oldest mm. form of oral oral tradition right the oldest yeah. form of art yeah and I get to do it and and authors trust me with their words and with their their plots and with their characters and it's so I've already won. So these awards are like it's the Facebook post, right? You're like, hi, yeah, I guess that's the true. award, and then afterwards you're like, okay, where's my next job? <laughs> yeah, that's you know that is the one you commonality. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was listening to um, Mark Marin's podcast, and I, every now and then he'll have like this really interesting conversation with somebody. This is an actor, and the actors almost always say exactly that same thing. They're oh, like, really? they're like, yeah, but you know what? At the end of the day, I still don't have a job. That's it. That's and, it. you know, it doesn't matter what I did last week or yeah. last month. I'm, right now, I'm just sitting on my couch waiting for the next call. Yes. doesn't matter what my name is, yeah. you know. So yeah. the reality of being an actor is that you're always looking or, you know, searching for that next thing to kind of, take on I, I used to be an actor as well and I also like um, you know your your sibling I 
went behind the camera because well, I went behind the camera for a whole bunch of other reasons. <laughs> there was it was more about me just not. Um, I I just wanted to take control of the con- the, the storytelling creation. Yeah. Um, I love that. And it's funny because as I was doing like uh, you know some reading on on some of the stuff you've done, there was one word that came up. Time and time again, and it's come up many times here in this in conversation, in the word st- storyteller, um, which I feel it must be very near and dear to your heart um, as far as trying to be a storyteller. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. what, what I saw was this person that wants to kind of not only be a storyteller, but help others become storytellers. Is that correct? Yeah. Something that you're like, you know, support and nurture and 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 inspire. Right. Yeah. Please, I interrupted you. Were no, you... I mean, I'm just curious. So, I think we bring it around back in a lot of ways to your father. Yeah. This <laughs> this this com- com- comical person, this mm. this lighthearted, just funny person who gave you the 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 the, the hunger for creativity and art artistic side but then also decided you know threaded in this 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 need to kind of not keep it to yourself but share it with the rest of the world yes so yeah which is yeah it is I, I appreciate that and it's also interesting because so much of his acting was one man shows Oh, no, that's cool. Which is so cool. That's and I, cool. The, the choice to embody all the characters mm-hmm. and kind of just be a little bit of an actor island, right. for lack of a better word. But he and I got to be in Taming of the Shrew, Ooh. Shakespeare on the Green, Ooh. and I played Catherine, and he played uh. my father. <laughs> and we have video oh, of this. Interesting. And I said to him years later, I said, Dad, we weren't acting. I said, that oh. was just home on stage <laughs> because wow. I was a bit of a hellion. That's so cool that you... How many people get to done stuff with their father? Like, I, literally. You know? That's very rare. I don't get like emotional right now. That's so cool. Yeah, I, it is. And he... The gift... You know, I never looked at it like that until you and I sat down and started talking. Mm. Because I was always like, oh, dad's, dad's crazy. Dad's got the, but the, the gift that he gave us, just being true to himself and right. being all these different songs would come out. Mm. And yeah, I mean, she just, I will never forget one time I came home from a roller skating party and I think I was upset because the boy I wanted to skate with didn't skate with me. And right. I walked into my house and my dad was just sitting there by himself in the blue room and he had the light on. And he was listening to a piece on NPR, and mm. it was Garrison Keillor, but they were doing some kind of, like a radio drama. And he was just, mm. you could tell he was just there. Right. And he was just in trance. And it, I almost felt like I had interrupted a sacred space, right? <laughs> I felt like I had just barged into a sacred space. And instead, I, I just asked him, and he talked to me and stuff, but... That that always seemed extremely special to him too. Interesting, you know. So I guess we're kind of the same in that way. Well, story, you know. So you know, <clears throat> I grew up in a similar, a lot of similar environment. Except it was really weird. My father had a very, he's yeah, he was a bit of a comedian, I, like <laughs> I, it, you know, kind of a clown in a lot of ways. And my mom was very, also very like funny person. Or, or like she liked to think she was funny, um, and we laughed about the fact that she wasn't funny. So that that was kind of, but it was uh, what. That's the best. It's awesome, you know. Like, and it 
just you know i i appreciate the fact that that i had that opportunity to kind of um whether they meant to or not i don't think our parents sometimes i don't think they even realize that some of the things that they've imparted on us even by accident can be so impactful and i think you know comedy and laughter and and just connection is very um it's very it's very it's very deep and it it it, it lasts a long time and people it tend to want to kind of share that inf- information that experience and um my i guess my question here in, is you know if is there like a place that where you'd want to be like if you could create the perfect environment to to kind of impart that information to others because i I mean, I'll tell you straight out. <laughs> Nobody knows how to do what you do. Like I, there's, I have like one friend maybe out of how many other people I know that's a voice actor, mm. and I don't even think she's doing audio books of sorts. She should, mm. but I don't think anybody knows. Like it's a, it's kind of like a mysterious. It's thing. actually blowing up. It's really, and I have... Well, Audible is doing a lot more stuff. Well, yeah. And the Audible originals that they're doing, the Audible plays, right, that are, right. now, are employing so many actors right. and directors. And right. But I have a posse of women mm. and, and men. The community of audiobook narrators are literally, and I don't, I'm not So there's a smoke. community. There's a community. Wow. Well, they have the Audi Awards. Those are our oh, industry's true. Oscars, right? True. And so it's all the publishers, the producers, the engineers, the actors, the audio, and there are levels, right? Wow. I think um, Penguin Random House is, I think I can talk about this because it was, it was uh, published, but they're doing Charlotte's Web oh. with Meryl Streep. Oh, no way. Who is the narrator, and then the phenomenal January Lavoie is playing uh, Charlotte. Wow. And so these are these are women that I know, and they're getting cast in these, you know, amazing. And so oh. there, there is, it is a huge world. It's a huge, and the women and the men that I know are extremely good at it. Mm. Extremely good. It, how, like, you know, because it's an audio book, right? To me, it's like, it's, it's not like. It's, I think for some people, you think. Okay, it's like watching a movie, but turning off the picture and just listening to to what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. I think it is a lot like that, but I also think it's harder than that because with a movie, you to some degree have some type of um, audio cues or sound effects that kind of lend itself. A lot of times with Thank an you. audio book, yes, you're on your own. Yes, sir. So to build the and the the environment the experience yes. the the is really left upon the actor 100%. which must be super difficult very difficult and thank you for acknowledging that mm. and putting it into such a perfect context because sure. it is it's a one woman show every right. time i go in there now i it, as soon as you were describing that what came to mind was this sci-fi series i did and oh. it was Three men mm-hmm. fighting at a level of intensity. Mm. I mean, I was <laughs> I pretty much lost my voice afterwards. <laughs> now, I am not the actor that can give it like 50%. Every right. job I do is 110. Right. 
so I'm in there and you know you got to get your voices and then you know he's screaming and then the other one's screaming right. back at him and then you know there's like things are falling down right, right. and they're and you're creating that whole environment right. for someone's earbuds yeah, right? yeah, yeah. so you got to bring that intensity but not too much intensity right, so right. people are like freaked out right, at the right. gym or in their car like right. driving off the road and so it is it's it's a really that's why I think storytelling which I never realized before is a real delicate art yeah sure. and uh, and to be able to do it in that context I've been lucky enough to do this consistently for 12 13 years and I have learned from every book mm-hmm. to do it differently for the next book right, right. The biggest thing I've learned is slow down sure especially during those emotional scenes right, right? like but you'll get review you'll get horrible reviews sometimes from right. people that are like okay wait do they actually review you your performance <laughs> seriously i want to tell you this this is my favorite okay listeners will review on audible and mike charzik who is like the best guy and executive producer over there mm-hmm. said to me very early on in my career he's like don't read your reviews just don't read them people are crazy wow. So, of course, you know, we're actors. We're a bit narcissistic. I'm like, all right, what are they saying about this project? Mm. I had a girl, or I don't even know if man or woman, I had a reviewer say to me, I wish I could stand behind this narrator and hit her in the back of the head so she would read faster. What? <laughs> it was so bad. When I read the review, and originally I, like, you know, was in a fetal position, but mm-hmm. later on I was like, this girl needs a hug. Yeah, she sounds something. so angry. She needs something. <laughs> or she needs to realize that you know you can actually set the uh, the, the speed. Pat, yeah, faster. Well, you know. Well, you also realize sit in my seat for six hours a day yeah. and bring all this to life yeah. and then get critical. Yeah. Well, because th- P.S. <laughs> I feel like that's, you know, the creative pro- Like, you know, and that's a whole other conversation, mm-hmm. right? Because okay. I think um, the internet is a great place. The digital, obviously, without being the the, the the new technology, you know, audiobooks wouldn't be involved. Or wouldn't be around. We wouldn't have a lot of these things. Right. But I think there also lends some. Um, there are some downsides to it too, unfortunately. Yeah. And like, yeah, I would say not to read the reviews because. No one knows what they want no, most no. times, and they're not necessarily like everything is not for everybody. I was watching a football game, and the guy on the the, the um, was talking about uh, you know different games, and he said and he said something I, I'd never heard from about a football game, which he's like, you know, he's like, not every game, not every game is going to be for everybody. He's like, you know, you're mm-hmm. you're going to this yeah. game might be good because these guys do this and these guys, and I think content is the same way. So I think, I think you're right. that yeah. those people who are reviewing are trying to, are kind of viewing things in a single lens when it should be more seen as like not just a single lens but their own lens. Yeah. And so what my feedback for the same content would probably been wow this was I love her cadence and I love how you know slowly how careful so yeah. you know as the as the storyteller content creator um, I've learned like you know take what you need leave to, the rest exactly right? <laughs> you know um, everyone is allowed to have a voice so you 
done. I was going to ask you about this because you know Comic Con is coming this week. So yes, are you excited? I am very excited. <laughs> I'm going. I'm I'm dressing up the whole bit. Awesome. For at least one show, one day. But um, <laughs> I I was going to ask you about your you know because you know I feel like when people hear like talk about audiobooks, right? Um, depending on who you speak to, um, there's like a specific type of content that they associate it or genre they mm-hmm. associate to uh, audiobooks in the most case, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's not necessarily the case. Like you, you were awarded for inspirational faith-based content, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is, I think, huge. Mm-hmm. That's a huge market. And but also like me, I'm a sci-fi guy, mm-hmm. and I grew up where you know the radio shows did the Shadow and the, um, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers and yeah. all these different even Star Wars and and Star Trek they did all these. So I think for me, except for the exception of Robert B. Parker, mm-hmm. um, sci-fi is my my niche of where I would love to hear more uh, like audiobooks so popular because so it, popular i like to be in, ensconced in my content mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um is there any stuff that you haven't done that you want to do that you think um have you like uh from um from a you know because i feel like you you have so many different things you could be i've been so lucky because it's exactly right. It's hard to, to be. I've done tiny, tiny little right. kid books to, you know, okay, Fitzgerald. I would love to do voiceover for, for animation. So fun. Well, I did some Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. That's what I was going to mention. <laughs> uh, Dr. Fennel on Pokemon. <laughs> a friend of mine's is the voice of, of, of Pikachu. Oh. So that's why I was like, oh, she's done that. That's actually pretty cool. And, uh, well, and I have my dear friend Eileen Stevens, who uh, was the lead on Pokemon. Oh. So, I always forget the, the woman. The girl. What's the name of the main girl? Oh. Uh, um, she plays her. Eileen, I'm sorry. I, I can't remember. My yeah. Name. But I know who you expected. I, I, I love doing voices. Like I grew up doing voices for, just, for no reason. Yeah. And then you know once I got into I start, so I, I was a stand-up comedian for a little while, and nice. now I'm doing writing sketch stuff, blah blah blah. But my I loved doing voices because I thought because when I was a, as a kid I didn't have a lot of friends, you know, mom. <laughs> And so I created my own friends by, I had a tape recorder and I would sit there and I would make all these different shows on art, like, you know. I love it. And uh, I feel like when you do something like that, it's part of a little, there's a, there's like a little kid inside you who, like, the thing about it is, is that as a voice actor, you can, I think you can go far more places than if as a traditional actor because you're playing male roles, you're playing female roles, you're playing robots and... Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. Like... Well, I have a great story combining the two. hmm. So I was lucky enough to get Robin Carr's series, her romance series, Virgin River. Virgin River coming out on Netflix. So, uh, building that entire town in Northern California with each book 
and then being able to do her next series and her next series. But Virgin River especially, mm. I had this whole town and like the visuals and the scenes that we created with each character and right. book and page in my head. Right. I had this movie in my head. Right. So then I land a guest star role on one of the episodes mm. of the Virgin River coming out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I show up to Vancouver and I see the buildings that I had in my head <laughs> as the storyteller built in front of me, Doc's cabin, right? Wow. Jack's bar. And I'm like, that I had a moment. It was crazy. Did, did, did you feel like, did, you're like, wow. I, that's yes. <laughs> and I remember seeing the actors that were chosen. I was like, that's not what was in my head. And I that's, thought to myself, this is fascinating. That this is, is so cool. fascinating because that's the difference. That's when people read a book and then it comes out in a movie and they're right. like, no, no, it's going to change. They're going to ruin the book for me. And now I finally mm. understand, like at a real cellular level, what they're talking about. But mm. being able to act in the show, right. I got to be honest with you, it was awesome. Yeah. But it was one character. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I could do so much more. Like, wait, I'm... Some, I could be preacher and I could be. T- I was like, but I have been. And so that was, <laughs> that was a little crazy for me. That would. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be a little. Yeah, you're like. Hmm. I was like, wait, what's next? What other character? I would do you... it like this. Yeah, <laughs> no, but, yeah but I, yeah. It's going to be a great show, though. It, it sounds yeah. like you know. Yeah. I am. I saw the cast. Cast looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you know? Is it like? Can you say when it's coming? No, on? I can't. Damn. I know. I know. It's I know hopefully Netflix soon, though. Tight, tight yeah. On it. yeah. No. Yeah. That's okay, but we'll keep an eye. I mean, we'll, I'll keep an eye out. For it, um, I there was something else I was going to ask you here. Uh, where? Oh yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know what I was listening to for a few minutes. The Yelp reviews. Oh. <laughs> okay, so. I'm, that's so great. I was listening to that today, and I had to rewind a couple times because I wasn't quite. I was like. Which one, the Indian one? Yeah. I was like, what Did is going on really here? Did she really say that line? Yeah. 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 I thought it was hilarious. It is a great idea. It Can... is my brother's brainchild. Really? My brother, when he went behind the camera, his production company is called Got a Kid to Feed Productions, mm-hmm. which is another joke off of my father because okay. I got eight kids. I got a kid to feed, you know. So my brother <laughs> took that ran with it um like i said now he's with wavelength but Mm -hmm. he this was his brainchild him and his wife were reading these yelp reviews out loud and they were literally almost peeing in their pants they were laughing so hard my brother was like he had this idea and it went viral it's a great idea in the new york times it was all i mean it was 2012 yeah a little bit i didn't know about it but this is so hilarious and what made it more hilarious was (laughs) how seriously you brought it across And now that's what made me like. He and of course my brother gave me that one to say the infamous last line. (laughs) It was payback. (laughs) What is happening? It's so. It was just like I'm a big fan of like that dry like this 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 humor that just comes out of left field for you. So good. Um, It's the best. That was that. Tell your brother that. um, Thank you. He should. Do more of those. Joe Plummer, we're gonna do more Yelp reviews, buddy. <laughs> I think I think you should because if you don't, you know, um, I'll you, pitch it to him at the Christmas Carol. If you, um, you're, you're, um, if you, if you had to pick, um, 
like a, a book that you thought you'd want to, is there a book that you said, you know, I would love to just take on that? Because, you know, I, you know, growing up, one thing I'll tell you about high school for me in yeah, Jersey tell me. was that we were very re- well read. Mm. We had to read all these all just nice. ridiculous books. And what it gave me as an appreciation for was for the cla- some of the classic books that, and this, I would I don't know if they're being done. I mean, I I would love to see if some of the books like like by Richard Wright and different by um, by um, uh, George Orwell and these kind of books if they're being done as audio books and reenacted of sorts. Because I find yeah. doing literature yeah. as a as a would be because I think also from another standpoint, kids I think will be able to digest. Yeah, those hearing much it more than reading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I I'm agree. Like, you know, I have two things I would love to do. One is to kill a mockingbird. Oh, that would be good. And the other is a female perspective of Catcher in the Rye. Oh, I would love to play Holden Caulfield. Oh, that would be interesting. I played. I did an entire book as a 15 year old boy once, hmm. and I. Hmm. It was hard because, you know, the voice needed to be a certain way, but I loved it. And I was like, what's the difference? Right, right, right. Playing men, yeah, women, no. old, young, you know, robots, vampires, gargoyles, That werewolves. would be kind of cool. So, yeah, those are two that I would love to do. I would, so, I, what? Oh, In Wild by Cheryl Strait. Sorry. Oh. Yes. Top five books of all time. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I would, I would want to do, even though it's been done already, the Alchemist. Yes. So, so good. I've been waiting for them to do the movie. But I'm like... Are they doing it? They kept... They, they've been talking about it off and on for the last six years. And I just... I'm like, come on, yeah, man. Just you're going to do it. Bef- you're going to wait until I'm too old to care. I mean, they did Life of Pi. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. What about the Joker? Sorry, I just have to ask real quick. Are you, are you like, I can't even handle how excited I am. So I'm, I've already got my ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Opening night, you going? I am going during the afternoon. Yeah. On, because I, yeah. I have set the time aside from the Comic Con to yeah. go. Yes, right. I'm very, I am looking forward to seeing a different take on it. Yeah. My husband and I are dying. We and, cannot wait. Um, you know, Joachim Phoenix. Uh, you know, he's he's he is um, he's he's like Daniel Day Lewis yeah. on on in a certain in a certain way because he he doesn't do a lot of stuff. When he does stuff, it's these these just really just you know these just bone crushing screenplays that. That you know, when you take on, you just they're heavy and they're just Johnny Cash was unreal, yeah, yeah. His depiction of Johnny Cash, I mean, it's like that's Johnny Cash to me now, very much so, right? You know, and I have a feeling this is gonna be, yeah. I heard it's not super high budge, it's like, no, I didn't, I don't think they spent that much for this. It's the acting, well, yeah, I mean, I can't see what it ends up being. What's what's next for you as as, uh, from the creative side? I'm excited, actually. I am directing my first audio play. Oh, wow. Next wait, wait. Week. Audio play? Well, it's an Audible original. Interesting. I can't talk about too much of this stuff, but they I'm in a directorial 
Oh, I'm God. on the other side of the glass now. I'm is this so? Recorded. This your first time? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm really excited. So it's with a lot of my colleagues and my community, and oh. so oh, <laughs> you're making me nervous. No, <laughs> it's just. I'm like, wait, what do you know that I don't know? No, your first, like, doing it is just the best, man. Yeah, yeah. The first time I ever directed something, uh, I was really kind of, um, I wasn't nervous, but it was, not nervous in, like, the nervous bad way, but more like, I was, it was just, like, so cool to finally be able to sculpt something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Tickled that I was yeah. given this opportunity. That's going to be awesome. And have complete faith and trust in the actors because they're stupid talented. Wow. So talented. That's, and so I'm just like, take it away. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part about it. If you, yeah. Like if you're, well, I mean, everyone has their style, but like, I, I feel like it, I like to kind of trust the, the actors a lot, a lot and work with them on kind of you know, collaborative process of how things are going to happen. and It's also you know. really nice having been on both sides of the Yes, it's, a, it's totally, it totally helps. Gives me an advantage. Yeah, it totally gives you an advantage. Yeah. And you're going to love it. You're going to just be like, yeah. You're so awesome. Well, I've got that <laughs> and I've got a couple books to tell. I've got oh, a couple more stories really? to tell. Yeah, so. So, here's a... <laughs> <laughs> You should write a book about doing audiobooks. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I am. But we can't. Uh, sorry. That's literally happening. Wait. I didn't even tell you about this morning. Oh, come on. I sat down to do my writing, and I spilled my coffee all over my laptop and killed it. So no. this is what's going on now. I've done that. My stomach <laughs> And it went all over, and I shrieked because I knew, even though I was going to clean it up and go through the motions, I knew I killed her. I killed her. So they took. There was coffee on the battery, but when I opened the laptop at the Apple Store, it smelled so good. It was like all espresso. You're like, "Mm, I don't know whether I should fix it or drink it. (laughs) So I'm writing. I'm writing, and I'm I'm nervous talking about it, but I am writing, and it's been in the works for about six years. But it is pouring out of me it's oh. just time for it to write it's basically writing itself that's great so that's i don't have best. an agent or anything yet i have total faith i just need to i'm sorry i just need to get the story out there mm-hmm. and then just i'll work on the doors well, so. I, you're i mean you've got so much temp talent you you've got the experience you pet the passion like even in your email just little lines I was kind of like, wow, she really likes what she's doing. That's <laughs> Like, what did I say? <laughs> it was just how you, like, like yeah. I'm a good judge of, um, like, people, even through email. Like, there's a certain energy a person will give cross when they write certain things. And you had, like, a very positive attitude. I was very much looking forward to this. Tonight. I love so, that. I love that you picked up on that, too. Yeah, I, I you know, I do the best part about doing a podcast is that you become very good at listening to people, yeah. even through emails, um, just understanding like how much they really love what they're doing. And I love talking to people who love what they're doing. That's great. Yeah. I'm so happy I got a chance to talk about it. I didn't realize how happy I am with my life. Until you, you, you've got, you've got like... I'm going to pick your brain yeah. about audio podcasts because I think 
I mean, audio books, um, because I feel like it is it is part of something that I'm a bigger thing that I'm trying to do. Cool. So at some point we'll have conversations. All right, no problem. Um, I am so happy that you came on here today. Yeah. Uh, for those of people who haven't known, you're going to be on our other podcast, hopefully too. Yeah, Hope, the movie one. Yeah, yeah, you have to. That is super yeah. fun. Yeah. We but, well, first of all, when you said you did, you just finished the Crow. Yes, we I just it. published it's, it today. Oh, my husband's favorite movie of all time. Oh, really? We just finished watching it. I was like, yeah, oh, should, maybe should he listen to that? He should episode? definitely listen okay. to it. Yeah, right. we we just published it today. Um, Can't wait. And um, we're we're doing we're doing I forget what we're doing we're doing something this week I can't remember maybe we should do the birds <laughs> oh, oh that, I'm writing I that can down. Act down some of the scenes no. the birds I mean God we I mean. did um we did Forrest Gump earlier with, nice which was obviously a good soundtrack because it's really like a you know it's. We try to find something that has a good soundtrack and and a good movie as well. It's a nice marriage. We've done West Side Story. We've done Mary Poppins and Star is Born. That's great. So, oh, I yeah. loved it. I yeah. loved it. So it gives, us a, it gives me a chance to kind of talk about my two fast, my, my two passions. Yeah. So, But we're going to have you on the podcast. I'm very happy that you came on this podcast because... This was this is the first episode of the second season, oh. so we're kicking it off real old school Woo-hoo. and really yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, Love it. Where can people find you online? Yes. Can people follow you? Uh, Please follow me. <laughs> follow her on Instagram. I am what am, I'm at Plumber Therese cool. and Plumbers with two M's, and then on Twitter. Oh, God. Now I feel like I need to get my phone. <laughs> yeah, trust to me. Realize. I'm the same way. I got two things going on and I I can't change my one name. I'm like, oh, please. <laughs> Just like, look for my name somewhere. Yes, on Facebook, I'm Therese Plummer, voiceover artist slash actor. And then. Just go on my website. It's www.therezplumber.com. And uh, books that I recommend everybody check out um, all of the work that she's done. You will, your voice is really, you have a great voice. You like, you know, I think people will get lost in the book and, and, and I can see why people were really wanting you to be a big part of uh, Virgin River. Um, so I when it's out let me know I will I will be watching it I love what Netflix is doing hello Netflix (laughs) Um, and thank you again for being on the podcast Um, welcome you're welcome to come back anytime you like thank you so much anytime you're awesome so um, we'll 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 push this out and uh, everyone will listen thank you again I'm Darren Jenkins this was Drop the Mic Podcast. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast for some tidbits and some bonuses and some links and some stuff for Therese Plummer. Thank you.